Welcome to Accountants Law Pod, where accounting professionals and law firms converge. Hosted by Linda Artisani, Sarah Prevost, and Stephen Liphart. Welcome back to the podcast. And we have a very interesting topic this week. Well, actually, we were talking about who created this one. I know it wasn't me. It had to be Sarah. We kind of said it has to be Sarah because this one's very <laughs> unique. And it's, um, I love how Tiara just told us to all get in the elevator together. So this Oh yeah. This week's, this week's podcast is what is your elevator pitch? So Steve, what do you think? Give it to Sarah first so she can be on the spot for let's let's do okay. Sarah, oh, you're I'm, up. I'm on floor number one. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies wear floor one. Well, I, I will say I'll just start off with there was a, a women business group or a business group, I can't remember the name of it, I was a part of that I really, really enjoyed. And the main um presenter of that group kind of she became the leader of the group she really talked about your elevator speech and she always would say you got to you got to touch it you got to practice it and so we'd have like 30 seconds 30 seconds or less and I'm like oh my god what do I want to say and at one point she leaned over and said to me she gave us the form and the art of it we had to practice right and at one point she said you can always add you know, something a little different because how boring is it? Like, what do you do for a living? I never like asking. Yeah. Yeah. So who was, what what women's group was this? This was a long time ago here in Portland. And I don't know if it's strictly women. I, for some reason, I kind of think it was just because a lot of women showed up to it. Maybe I have it wrong in my brain, but. So inquiring minds want to know what is your elevator speech? Heck, if I got one, I mean, I'll have to throw one together. I'm terrible at it. Let's be, I'll be honest. It it's something you're supposed to have, but I'm terrible at it. So Linda, I think you do it really well. I, I mean, oh, I don't do it in 30 seconds or less. I mean, if someone asks me, what do mm-hmm. you do? Mm-hmm. You can go into, well, I run this and I run that. So just say I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have multiple businesses that I run. Mm-hmm. And primarily my main focus is we have an we have a couple of accounting firms that work directly with attorneys and law firms. So we specialize in that niche mm-hmm. of helping them grow and become more profitable. That is beautiful. I love that. Sometimes when people ask me, what do I do for a living? I said, oh, I'm in accounting. I just don't even answer the rest of it because I want you to ask me questions. Which begs the question, if you say, I'm a bookkeeper, this is the thing, right? I'm a bookkeeper kind of sounds like less, even though it's not, <laughs> you know, well, that whole what did whether we you learn? should say bookkeeper or accountant. accountant well, actually, what did we learn at Scaling New Heights? It's not even the word bookkeeper, because that's not what we do, per se, no, right? It isn't. It In isn't. all fairness, we don't do just bookkeeping. What is that? Well, even? what's the visual you get when you think of a bookkeeper, right? That's a little green hat sitting in a corner. Pocket saver. <laughs> Tape on their glasses. The pocket saver with pens and pencils in it. Well, let me do this. Let me do this. How many times can I do that? Oh, head down with the calculator with a big long tape. tape. Which actually does go down a big long tape. So I fit the mold right now. <laughs> I mean, let's all. Oh, she's going to show us her tape. Oh, oh I'm so proud Oh, Sarah, you win. You win mine. the tape contest. We have to do the, the Sarah thing. Yeah, oh, I have to do the Sarah thing. <sighs> <laughs> so Steve, what's your elevator pitch? Well, so I learned this and when I worked for Weston Hotels for many, many years. Oh, they gosh. they pushed yes. this on us. We had to have an elevator pitch ready at any given moment. But also teaching the classes at the bar association, I like to have a really quick elevator speech. So I mine is um I'm the owner of a professional 
legal accounting firm providing efficient and effective insights into each of our legal clients' financial health. Our unwavering commitment to professionalism, confidentiality, and attention to detail sets us apart and attracts the same types of businesses to our collaborative environment. You have that memorized? Um, pretty much. Cool. Pretty you much. you didn't did. do chat DPT on that one? I did. Okay. I did actually have it massaged oh, the other day. You did? I did. Because <gasps> you can make it, make it shorter. Wow. Yeah, I went in and I put all the keywords and, and had chat GPT help me out with that. Oh and so I'm going to test this out in my next class at the Bar Association because okay. attorneys really like to hear that you're going to give them insights into their financial health, that you're professional, that you're committed, that you're confidential, you have an attention to detail, that you are set apart from just what you two were talking about, bookkeepers, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and that you want to be collaborative with them. So those were all the things that I put in. I don't know. What do you guys think? I I love it. I love it. Um, so I'm just curious on the prompts because we we can right now. I mean, this is where we are in this modern yeah. day. It's a great use case. It's for a great it. use case for. So, what kind of prompts did you do? So, what did you say? Take this. Did you take the whole text and say, "Please slim it down" in a more blah blah blah? Or what, I said, "Would you please write me an okay. elevator speech using okay. these words." And I put legal in there. So you gave it some. I direction. gave it some words and I said, you know, put all this together for me. And did that spit that out one shot or do you keep yep. saying, make it better, make it better? Okay. Nope, it came out you can keep time. it going, right? Chat, you can go. It, okay. yeah, it, it was really close to what I have anyway, but I wanted yeah, to. But you could it. tell it, like, make it so many letter characters or whatever. You, and it will shrink exactly. it down. Yeah, yeah. Because it might be easier to memorize something smaller or shorter, right? Um, it's funny when I think of elevator pitch, mm -hmm. I think we were in, I'm going to say, I'm going to say we we're in QuickBooks Connect Canada and we were, we, we stayed, we did Airbnb. So Jacob Schrader booked me, Matthew and Jacob room. So we were in this building that had, I don't know, 20 something, we were way up. It was gorgeous. And we would get in the elevator in the morning with all these people who live in the building and it would be pitch quiet. Like nobody, you know how that when everybody's kind of looking at each other, but no one wants to say anything because you don't want to be the weird person. Of course, we had a weird person with us. So Matthew <laughs> would go, he would go, hey, um, where are you going? He would just start the conversation. I always think of that when I think of an elevator pitch because that's kind of what the thought is. But for us, it's really talking about when we go to meet people at conferences or like we're all going to be going to ClioCon, right? So now we have to have, because we're going to be the, we're not the attorney at ClioCon. We are the accounting firm going to ClioCon. So there, we're probably going to, Sarah and I probably get asked, well, where's your law firm? I don't know if that happened to you last year, Sarah, because I didn't go last year, but did that happen where they're like, what do you do? Or yeah, they asked what, yeah, they asked what we did. And I just, I was, I'm, I've learned early on in this or later in life, but early in this career of owning a business, I'm better off using statements. So um, when I'm asked a question, I just kind of reply because it, sometimes I want you to ask the next question, but I'm not like, if you don't want to, it's okay. I'm okay with you not asking, right? You well, just, you know, yeah. The, the whole thing with an elevator speech too, is it's, it's, designed to open up conversation yeah yeah so right you don't and have that uneasy you, might have, to, you yeah. might have to be the initiator of that right so it's easy with yeah. sarah because she 
she kind of sticks out. Everybody's drawn to her because she's this little ball of fire. And then people <laughs> come to her and it's easy to you just, I I just enjoy go. People. And then she'll say, oh, and this is Linda, my business partner. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the other one. Yeah, I'm, the other. <laughs> I'm not the cute little one. But I'm I, one. I enjoy, I enjoy talking with people. So if my, if my words come, oh, you know, it depends on the reading the room. You got to read the room, right? So if you're standing up and introducing yourself, well, yeah, I'm going to add more context to it. And I'm probably going to think on the fly and have sweaty palms. Let's be honest. You can like, oh wait, you don't look it though. You don't look it. She'll talk to people on the plane. She'll talk to people in line at the plane. She'll talk to the people at the restaurant. She'll talk to the people in the line at the restaurant. Well, shoot, I'm standing in line and it's 4 a.m. and the thing's going so slow. I'm like, God, does everyone else want more coffee? Because I kind of need some. And then people just start talking, right? It's that's the same thing that happened in the elevator, right? You got people to kind of like laugh. And yeah. joke and then kind of start to talk to each other. And you know I like to think is if you lived in that room, like that condo, how many days have you gotten in this elevator at seven o'clock in the morning where you're like not talking to anybody? And did well, that? But well, what I would do is get on. Oh, hi, Joe. Yeah, that would be me. Like, oh, you're new. What floor? What? How long yeah. have you been in here? That would be that would be me. That's my thing. But yeah. So I, my elevator speech would probably kind of, I mean, Linda, you crafted that so well, but it's in the sense of like, you know, I, I'm a founder owner of multiple businesses that strategically align in the accounting field. And um, I have a wonderful family and I'm, I don't know, something like that. Something like kind of throw it out there. And I but, have a demented cat. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I, have a, I have a cat that's named after the Breaking Bad character who lives up to, <laughs> you know, um, but I would probably depends like Steve, you're doing it in a session. Like you have to talk about who you are, like when you're doing your talks right. that I sometimes I'm like, okay, you can read what's on the slide about me, but what's not on the slide about me. And then I can say that that's another form to do that. Linda taught me that. And you could also, I mean, one of the things, um, writing your about page similar, right? You had to talk about yourself and nobody wants to do it. Hand that off to somebody else. You know, I remember Sarah had done hers and I'm like, ah, this is crap. She does a lot more than this. And I went back and redid it because I oh, like slimmed it she way didn't down. toot her own horn well enough. Right. Yeah. And um, so you need to have that ability to toot your own horn. And if it's hard for you, let somebody else help you write it. That could get you started uh, writing your elevator pitch because you can practice at home, practice on other people because you want to know how it's received. Practice on a stranger, I guess. I don't know, but it's something. Well, you know what's fun? I'm sorry to interrupt. Is say your elevator speech to someone and then ask them, what did you learn about me? True. Oh, I love that. That was another thing that she said. That makes that in the grocery store. Yeah. And well, that's what that that's what happened. I love that. Steve. Everyone but wants they to take their her. cart and go to another aisle. You know that it probably wasn't a good elevator. <laughs> yeah, you should just probably put a bag on your head and slink out of the store. <laughs> but you're making me want to, Stephen and Linda. You guys have crafted yours really well. You're making me want to kind of craft one that leaves an open endedness. But I'm going to practice. Like I've got a full mirror, like I can practice on. You should have the word passion in oh, your yeah. I should fireball. Fireball. <laughs> you mean I, I'm a tornado when oh, my husband called me something else the other day and I started laughing. I'm like, how many of these things are you, action items are you going to say? Cause I know I'm a tornado that I know. <laughs> um, but I, I love this. This is, I guess this is what the session or the, the podcast is about is just how do you develop? And then it changes too, to be fair. Yeah. It's like our business plan. It's like everything well, else. Well, true, right? Shouldn't we be mentioning the Accountants Law Pod podcast? I'm a host on the Accountants Law yeah. Pod, right? 
I mean, that's part of our life now, and we should be mentioning it when we go out. Absolutely. Like, will kill us if we don't bring yeah. it up. She's got it on her, like her email and all that. I mean, that. It's I guess thing- we need to update our emails. To, to yeah. Eventually, but it's so- letting people know, right? It's all about letting people What's, know. But how is- many little Airbuses do we have traveling behind us, Steve? Because that's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> exactly. I see mountains. I see sunshine. It's good. And you see my neighbor's trucks. (laughs) Yes. I love it. But it's true, right? So writing your, you should think about it. You shouldn't just go on the fly because it'll probably fall short and really think about what you want to say and use chat. Yeah. Use chat GPT as as a tool. Love that he did that. That is, I mean, there are more use cases of why to use it more and more the the deeper we get into this. And Steve, I think it's amazing. You took something you've probably used for years. Well, this is an example of where Chat GPT can help us right now. But I still strongly believe, and I'm going down the rabbit hole here, it will never help us or replace us numbers wise with our legal clients. It just can't. To, no. you know, yeah. How many times, Linda, in the past week have we heard you say, it will not reconcile a trust account. No way it can. No way it can. You can't figure it out if it's wrong or broken. I mean, maybe it can figure it out, but I don't know if it'll be able to figure out ex- all the things. Maybe it'll be able to someday highlight where it's off and then we have to figure it out, but I just can't see it. Yeah. Um, and I, maybe I'm just not seeing it through the proper lens of the future. I, I do see it. One of the things I do see that it's going to be built on, and really you're looking at that one tool that's free or you pay $20 and you get the more advanced version, but I can see it really helping with administrative tasks right now, where it's going to be able to get smarter to be able to, because it's doing this, it's able to like spit those answers out. So eventually I could see it maybe being a tool like saying to Sarah, like maybe it can ask for the bank statements and then keep bothering, which we already have that ability. We've had that for a while. I remember when Boomerang came out, remember Boomerang on the email, you could add that to your email and I could have these set templates templates. out. Yeah. to remind them, but now they've got like, it should be in our tools. So it should be in financial sense. It should be in notion, which it is. So it's in there and you might have to pay a little bit more for it, but it's going to be able to not only ask for the bank statement when it's time that it's, you know, I need it because for whatever reason we couldn't get, I mean, I've got a, we've got a bank right now that we can't get anything out of in the, in the owner or, or the admin has to go grab that for us. And they have to wait till it's mailed in and they have to scan it because there's not even online for it. This is what this bank is. Well, we should be able to have that go out maybe around the 11th of the month. You know, have, do you have, I it? have a question and Why then the have it, it follow up if they don't give it to us? Cause that's the other piece, right? Great well, that it could send it out like boomerang, but is it going to keep asking until it gets it? Why the hell are we banking with this bank? Not us, but like, it, you know I don't know. It's a local um, little bitty bank. Um, okay. Yeah. It's I'll a little bitty bank. Quiet. Our, it's our client's bank. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, but, this is one reason why I put attention to detail in my elevator speech. You know, mm-hmm. you've got a you've got a human set of eyes on your book, yeah. on your books. Yeah. You know, we're going to collaborate with you. We're not going to give you just the quick answer you want to hear. Yeah. You know, you know, we're we didn't go out to some AI platform and and make this happen for you. We didn't become your trusted advisor. You know, through a computer program, it's all human touch. I like Although, oh, I like digits that. with digits, Sarah. I mean, what we saw that's on the pipeline for that. That is amazing use of yeah. AI, yeah. use case for AI. Yeah, and scaling, you know, I that guess one blew me away. That we whole should say if you're in a position where you haven't really maybe 
carved out your time to go to different style of conferences to test the waters. And maybe you have to refresh a few. Maybe you don't go to the same ones all the time. But if you're not doing that on a fairly regular basis, mm-hmm. it is hard to retain a that's cutting edge or what's up and coming. And it feels very overwhelming. So I would say like, it's a reminder to, you know, to do that, right. As much as it is like, I guess our elevator speech and admittedly, I need to work on mine. (laughs) So I think we could all say we could work on ours and it, and true. If you do go out to these things or functions or to the, you know, you're speaking at the bar, Sarah, you're going to be speaking at pageant. Um, and then you're going to be at bookkeeping buds. I mean, you want to have that because you're going to be in a, an audience full of people who's going to want to know who you are and what you're doing. That you're, There's going to be people there that don't know you. Mm-hmm. You want to have that shortened version of what you do so that you can intrigue them. I mean, I can't just keep doing that. Just, hey, just look up there. <laughs> well, that shows your, your confidence level and what you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I think, yeah, yeah. When people hear that, they, they you know or feel that from you through what you're telling them about you. They're like, okay, this this person is on it. They've got it. They're the pro. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of elevator pitches, have you ever heard one that you thought, oh, that was awful? Have you ever had somebody well, see what they do and you think, oh my god? Okay. Well, really we bad. also learned about what you physically do. So there's the words mm-hmm. and how you articulate, which are. Our soon-to-be guest uh, Misty can talk about how you you your delivery of things, right? Mm-hmm. That was also something we did talk about. Steve reminded me of the one, you know, try it on different people. I love that because you just don't know what you're gonna. But also, um, if you want to memorize it, that skill of memorization. But also, it's like your physical and where I've seen it not go well is when you're like, oh, well, and and so what I do. Um. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's shy kind of yeah, I mean, like, or I'm just really, I don't even want to stand up to say what I do. Like you're like, you're embarrassed about it or or not even embarrassed. You're just so shy. You're so crippled. And I think if you're in the space of, if you are that business owner or you're in a space of being in a lead role, it's, it's allowing yourself to be comfortable and getting educated on where you can be comfortable. If Practice. you are not that person, it's okay to raise your hand and say, Hey, I don't feel like I could be that person. We've had that happen. We've called well, on a few accounts. And bookkeepers are introverted by nature, right? By nature. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, can you do your elevator pitch really poorly? Not to put you on the spot. Ah, okay. Tell us what you do really poorly. Like how can you explain your job? Oh, so, really you know, what I do is I, I own a firm. I own a couple actually. And I, um, well, we mainly focus in accounting and I, yeah, there's payroll in there. Um, and I have a few employees. So yeah, I, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I landed it. Sarah? Okay. Oh, what do I do? I'm on Zoom all day. I'm on Zoom all day. <laughs> oh, you mean you're telling me about your actions of what you do, not what you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, nice to know you. I think I'm going to go collaborate with those amazing sparkling people over there, which I like to joke around that. Yes, I feel like my friends are all celebrities anyway. So that's, you know. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Steve, but, you want to give me your bad elevator pitch? Um, well, I try to be patient and calm with attorneys and help them a lot. <laughs> and, but they're all they're all really different. And so it's hard to tell you what we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a little boring. 
<laughs> How's that? You told me nothing other than you work with attorneys. Yeah. I don't know what you do. No, when they ask you. Do you, you deliver you papers me? for them? <laughs> yeah. You know, look them in the eye, shake their hands, say, thanks for asking. This is who I am. This is what I do. And yep. try, to have it, try to have it in there. And boy, oh, boy. Oh, my God. I would crack up if you started telling me that. I probably would. Honestly, I probably would laugh. <laughs> And then that might actually open the door to give the real one, right? Because you're yeah. you're kind of making it funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that's think a good point. It, you see these people, uh, bless their hearts. These attorneys go through law school, and they've got it in their mind that they're going to make a bajillion dollars that first year, pay off their student loans, and the, the world. School tells them that. <laughs> yeah, the school tells them that, but they don't teach them how to how to be. Yeah. You know, they don't teach them the professional mm. business skills that they need to run their business. They tell them they need to learn it. But they don't really, they don't teach it. You're touching on something I've recently listened to. I love Mel Robbins. She's an amazing, she has her own podcast. I love listening to her, you know, being an attorney. And she talks about all these skill sets, like you're saying, Steve, but like how to make friends as an adult right now is something she's talking about right now. It's hard to do because we're introverted people or how to do what you're saying. And it's fascinating to listen to obviously someone who's very well established, very much a celebrity in, in what she does. Um, but I, I appreciate that there's this connection that we can listen to of a person who has done that. You know, I think it was in New York that she served uh, her time in, in the law space now that she's not in it, but it's fascinating to me how incredibly hard it is because it it's in every aspect of our world. I, I mean, every business owner has some sort of thing that is a crippling moment. <laughs> yeah. And that so, could be standing in an elevator trying to give you a pitch and you're like, oh, God, I don't have the nerve to do it or starting that conversation. I mean, just being actually in the elevator and starting a conversation with other people. You crack that, me up because I really think now why it's the elevator speech. Now you really get me thinking. You really right? hope to God it's 30 floors because you just want to ride the elevator to get the time to say what the well, that's the thing. Do. That's why you want to keep it short. You want to <laughs> yeah. be short and concise. Oh, I but love really, it. When you're in the elevator, next time you're in an yeah. elevator, you're going to think about this, that you're, you don't have a lot of time to tell everybody about yourself if you do open up that door, right? I'm going to so, look at you in an elevator and say, hey, Linda, what do you do for a living? You've got five floors to get it to. <laughs> exactly. And Sarah, I want you to save the, the next time you buy a new refrigerator, save the box, make it into an elevator, stand in your yard and practice. I will. <laughs> Actually, we do need to buy a refrigerator. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> we just bought a Euro dishwasher or not dishwasher, no laundry uh thing because ours went out in our in our other place. And oh my god, I was like, I wonder what that box looked like. That was what I was thinking in my mind because it's hard to break down. <laughs> well, you know, if you you've got we've got we all have groups of people that are our our friends and focus group people, if you will. Yeah. Ask them to tell you what do they know about you. Good, good idea. No. What's funny, I, I was listening to this. I don't know if it's on Mel or somebody else. But I thought this was interesting. If you don't, that's uh, opening it up to what you just said. Ask them if they know what you do, right? Or if you tell them. What I was learning was, what if you just don't tell people and you do this thing? And I never thought it from this perspective. And then people come to you and say, how come you didn't tell me? Because they felt excluded. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that that was what the out that reverse piece of it would feel like, which is very fascinating to me to think that I never would have thought that way. 
that they would have well, felt excluded. Yeah, yeah. And my partner is doing a, a big food drive for an Airstream rally that we're hosting next month or in September. Oh. And one of the contest things that he came up with is, Linda, tell me something about you that none of us ever would guess, ever would know. Ooh, ooh, now, that's... Turn, turn that around the other way. What, what, do, what do you know about me or what don't you I know? About, you know? That. Oh, cool. That's a great one. Because when you, when you see how other people are looking at you, you learn a lot. And you learn a lot about yourself and you and it helps you it helps you convey who you are and what you do. Yeah. I can remember that like with all the questions I had answered on Intuit. And I can remember thinking I was just the person answering questions on Intuit. And um I can remember being told, Do you do you understand like where you're at in this place? And of course now my face is on that the community page, at least it was, next to Hector Garcia. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but you know, like I look at him that way, but I didn't look at myself as having that sort of status and it took somebody else to tell me that mm-hmm. like, sure. did you know that so i mean that's something that you don't realize that people might have a perception of you like sarah and i go around the mighty legal ladies as we run around different conferences and that's what we're kind of known by um those are the legal ladies you know and, and but that's we've obviously done a good job letting people know what we do and yeah. especially if you're someone speaking of elevator pitches if you're someone who's been a generalist right this is a, a pivoting thing i had to do I took anybody's work on whatever you have. What's your business? Oh, cool. I want to learn about it. And then I went from that to all I take attorneys. And, and, you know, and and at some point you don't just only shut that off. But when you get to the point you have enough clients, I only take attorneys in law firm, but I will help you find somebody else. But then you have to let people know that you're doing that as Mm -hmm. part of your elevator pitch and let the world know that you're doing that so that they know to come to you. If they have that law firm client that they're like, oh, law firm, I don't do that work, but I know somebody who does. And that's bingo, where the bingo. Bingo. I mean, yeah. you hit the nail on the head there. And, and mm-hmm. so, you know, we have a passion for what we do in working in the legal field mm-hmm. and supporting all of our law firms. And we really get excited about it. But does the world feel our excitement? Do they know that we do this and how we do it? And Right. And you know? that's one of the things, too. Like, I think about it. I'm like, why wouldn't they like this work? But then, you know what? I don't want to do e-commerce. I don't want to do restaurants. I had one yesterday that they... Lady said, Oh, you work with me, you know, back in 2005, and I have this problem, and I and I'm working with this restaurant. I'm like, oh, you know, let me put you in touch with Chris Maxey from PriceFix because he's the master at that. If you want somebody that does this work, you know, but know that you're gonna pay for that. You mm-hmm. have to pay for that expertise. Mm-hmm. It's worth every penny, every penny that you're paying for somebody yeah. that knows, like. Sarah and I know we eat you and you too, Steve, we eat and breathe this. We've done this for so long that we know it and we're, we love it. I mean, it it excites us. You want that in a person that you're hiring. And that's really why you want that elevator pitch to let people know that's what you do. The elevator pitch, you're just reminding me because I, it's different. You're, we, we actually are doing it in our own profession with colleagues. It's different than when you have a room full of a whole bunch of different business type people, right? Whereas, like like you said, we've gotten ourselves identified, which is such yes. a reward to be identified as. Well, I remember when it first what? started to happen, it was kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. put us together. Because for a while there, they didn't. They looked at us separately. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, Linda and Sarah. And I was like, oh, putting us together, Sarah. But then we're on with a client. This is It's reminding me now. We're on with a client the other day. And he's like, I haven't even heard about you. You've asked me about me. I haven't even had the chance to to ask you what you do. And I'm like, in a way we're giving you um, a, an elevator pitch without 
saying too much. Like, Not the formality of it, right? Yeah. The for- so I guess we could look back at some of those recordings and, and take on some of that little bits there and craft one like Steve is so well, I mean, you've just done so one so well with ChatGB. I'd be Steve curious. gets the gold star. Yeah. I get, just for today. Just for today. <laughs> just for today now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, that's that's pretty cool. I I mean, I was like, that's yeah, true, though. Gonna, yeah. It's another way of looking at elevator pitch because we were actually yeah. in that meeting and it was, you know, he wanted to learn about us. Maybe he hadn't taken the time to find out about us because it was kind of funny. He came to me via referral and to Sarah via referral. And then Tiara said, we want an appointment with Linda and Sarah. And he didn't know we were together. So he came separate yeah, people referred us. Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, okay. I'll meet with them. Yeah. You know, you've combined yeah. forces. So yeah, it, yeah. it's, it's, a, but you, it's right. You do that with potential clients, that elevator pitch, because they don't want to hear you go on and on about yourself, nor should you talk about yourself exactly. in a client meeting. But give him that little short speech on what you do and how you do it. And then really use those keywords like Steve put in his, where you, you're talking about working for the legal industry, that you specialize in working for the legal industry. That's important. Mm-hmm. Then take it, take all of this a step deeper. Okay. And all of the people that we work with on our teams, ask them to write an elevator pitch about themselves and about the company. What What does this company do? Oh, I oh, you got my mind going. Now I know what's yeah. happening. Monday team meeting. I because oh, I love. You're going to get a hundred different versions. But that's good because yeah. then we get to see it from because maybe it's not perceived properly, and we can make maybe help mm. them through understanding. Yeah, and you're going to find out where they need help. Yeah, I love that, Steve. I think it's amazing what we do. Oh, oh, so Tiara's like I've already done this assignment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's putting it on our agenda as we speak. This is why yeah. we love her because yeah. she's putting it on our agenda for Monday's meeting with our staff. <laughs> yeah, we love with our team is definitely uh, this. I it's so much fun having conversation about like this is kind of like not a topic that you really want to pick to pick up and talk about, but just having a nice conversation about it with multiple layers to how you could go about this. Any one of us could do it differently and and still come out. I mean, you made an effort, A for effort. Right? That and practice and then do what just Steve just said. Maybe ask your staff. If you have staff, ask them. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have staff, ask your spouse or significant other. Can you... Um, what do you think I do? <laughs> Linda, what do you, what do you think? We're, that's going to be like, I think I see my spouse going, is this a trick question? It's like, <laughs> do you have that in this dress? I don't want to answer. Yeah, no, nope. that's <laughs> when they learn at a very young age. Do not ever answer that. Like <laughs> defer the conversation. Yeah. Cause our spouses and significant others will say you're stressed out all the time and you work too much. And all you do is come in here and grouse about. Yeah. And then all you do is yell at me. Where's dinner? So, yeah. <laughs> mine, mine says to me, sometimes he'll say, he'll, he listens and then I'll come up for dinner and he'll say, how'd your day go? And I said, Oh, pretty good. And he'll say, I don't know what was going on in there, but I heard like voices elevating and this and that. And I'm, <laughs> I really don't know what you and Sarah do. Was it okay? And I'm like, it was fine. <laughs> Stop <laughs> listening. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. This, this is a good fantastic. topic, Sarah. You know, we could have the talk about the trash can and we probably come up with 
a good podcast on it. I don't know. It's getting the, the, the crows that, that you can hear like squawking out there. That's your cat. I know because Walter usually comes in and says, okay, take it away. And he's not here today, but Meep is here. Yeah. So he's kind of, okay. I can, I can uh, take it away for us if we'd like, well, thank you for a very fun great discussion ladies awesome for sure so if you've enjoyed this today which we hope that you always do um you are welcome to subscribe to this podcast on our youtube channel we would also love to if you would rate this podcast and share it with your friends if you have questions topic requests please send us some. We would love to talk about what the listeners want to listen to. Guest suggestions, please email us at info at accountantslawpod.com or send us a message through the website, accountantslawpod.com. If you'd like to join us in our mastermind group that we meet on Friday mornings, it's the Accountants Law Lab. And we have a very, a very tailored niche discussion inside of that for the legal profession. Um, visit our website at Accountants Law Lab to sign up. And we'd love you to also follow us on our Instagram. And as of today that I know of, we've been in the works on is our TikTok. I'm on um, TikTok. TikTok. Social media TikTok. Forms. We're happy. <laughs> but we would love. Made it to um, the big time. <laughs> yeah, we made it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, now yeah. we've got threads, right? That's going to be oh, a new. Gosh. Whoever signed up for that. I'm squirreling off into that world of topics. Hey, Tierra, can you sign me up for that? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then. Uh, Steve, where in the world are you in this yeah. beautiful? Oh my gosh. Thank you for asking. So today we are at the Vintage Airstream Club Rally in Salida, Colorado. And there's about 40, 45 vintage. And I'm talking clear back to we have three, two or three 1948 Airstream We Win trailers here. And they are they are little bitty eggs. And oh. they are so cool to see. And um, so we're with all our, we're with our tribe because we started out in the Vintage Airstream Club and just love it. So, so are you going to post pictures of these little? You already videos? did. It's on um, Instagram. Oh, dang it. Okay. I got to go look for it. See, I'm just terrible at that, but I will pay but attention. You posted it just so you know. I did. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. <laughs> I think, I think you were posting from the International Airstream Rally that we were at a couple of weeks ago. What? I, I love Tara. <laughs> going to have an open house here tomorrow for the community. Um, and so I'll take lots of pictures then because everybody will have their bling out, their doors open, all that sort of oh, stuff. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, it's fun to travel with you on these adventures with this podcast. It's such an enjoyable treat for us. Ditto, ditto, to something fun and different. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank right, you, everybody. Guys. Thank bye you. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.